All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Best Foot Forward, F-O-U-R Forward. It is episode seven. This is episode seven. We only have three hosts again, but as we mentioned last episode, Allison is back. She yeah. is still back. So yeah. Has not left. She did not go anywhere. Well, we went inside. Anywhere anytime soon. We did go inside to have a snack. I ate a hot dog. I also ate a hot dog. Hot dogs. Um, what do you guys put on your hot dogs? I put. See, and I'm gonna get crucified for this. This is why you asked the question. I put ketchup on my hot dogs and nothing else. If you want to harass me, go ahead. But to be honest, there's there goes <laughs> there goes Mike's computer again. Um, to be honest, I really don't care because the day that. I let other people tell me how to eat my food. That'll be the day. That's all I'm saying. Allison, what do you what do you have on your hot dog? Um, Real quick, I'm just gonna interject. Um, I could go all Chicagoan on you and say how on Chicago. You're not Chicago. I, 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 mm. I'm saying I could. I'm not saying I am because I don't really care that much. I care because I'm supposed to care. Um, I, I don't put ketchup on my hot dogs. I'm just it's a little ketchup's a little acidic for me sometimes. I'm not a huge fan of it. Oh, instead of being basic, Mr. Chemistry, you need to you can do a pH test on your ketchup. Don't eat ketchup when you have canker sores. Okay. Okay, Allison, what do you put on your hot dogs? Um, not well, making a dog. First of all, I'm not a huge fan of hot dogs. Because wherever there's a hot dog, there's usually a cheeseburger. And I always go for the cheeseburger. All right, well, hang but on. We, oh, you know oh, what? That's a good... No, I like that. I, I like do. that, I, except for the situation that we both just had hot dogs and we no hamburger let cheeseburgers. Let <laughs> If okay. the only option is to eat a hot dog, this might be worse than only ketchup. I eat plain hot dogs. No, that's, no. that's, that's fine. That's just um, so. hot dog and bun. But I eat pretty plain food in general. I or think... I get sauce on the side, so I don't put all of it on. Because I don't like my food to drown in like sauce or toppings. I like putting the right amount on myself. And I hate soggy food. So, like, if you go somewhere and get a hot dog and they put it on for you, the, the bun is soggy. Man. No, it's not. No, it's Where are you getting your hot dog? I don't dogs know. You gotta from. find a better hot no, dog like guy. like soggy, like ketchup. If you put ketchup on bread and leave it for like five minutes, not a hot dog, dog bun. For five minutes. A hot dog bun? I've never yeah. seen a soggy hot dog bun from ketchup. It's n- okay, it's not like wet, soggy, like an Italian beef, but it's it's not no. just dry. Just, bread. I'm sorry, no. Okay. That's my opinion. No. Anyway, um, so what I put on my hat. So. <laughs> wow, wow. I don't even remember you liking hot dogs. Um, so so I what I put on my. Eating a hot dog. Okay. You just watched me eat a hot dog. I know, um, and I was surprised. So what I put on my hot dogs is it's a hot take for a hot dog. Um, Shut up. <laughs> come on. Uh, honey mustard. Oh, I did see. So that's what that was. That was honey mustard. Okay. Um, I love honey mustard. I put it on everything. Like I'll I'll take honey mustard over ketchup for fries for chicken tenders. Like honey mustard is my go-to, and I just recently discovered putting it on hot dogs like a week ago, and um, I, it's really good. I love honey mustard, and I think it complements the uh, the dog very well. Um, it's a little different than ketchup, and the fact that I guess it doesn't get the bun soggy, so that's a plus. <laughs> what? <laughs> there you go. So, well, you said ketchup doesn't get the bun. It doesn't, soggy. but in some severe cases, I guess. You know. Severe cases, like if it's been sitting on there for five minutes. Yeah, I, mean, I don't I, mean I to don't attack put ketchup on the hot dogs. So I don't put any. No, that's okay. That's fine. I don't again. More French fries. I don't that, put any. That's something that I'm never gonna. I, I, at least I, I would try not to consciously say that someone's way of eating is bad, because there are things that I don't like that are that most people do like pickles. I can't do pickles. Mm. Like just very random cucumbers. Things. Can you do cucumbers? I like cucumbers. So a lot, you just don't actually. accept them changing. I don't. 
<laughs> That's what you're getting at here. Yeah, the brine gets me. No, I, I like, like cucumbers a lot, In their actually. natural state, you're right. In their natural state, just like the pickup trucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's weird? I can eat pickles, like the whole thing, but cucumbers, I can't eat part of the seeds. I eat around the seeds and I throw the seeds part out. What? That's a weirdo thing. thing. That's, what? That's too that's weird. That's wasteful. Do you eat it, so it's like you eat it like corn on the cob? Is that what goes on? <laughs> Well, I usually slice up the cucumbers and then just bite around the seeds part and throw the seeds part away. It tastes the same. You just it go, doesn't. Oh. It's like soggier in the middle. That's why you eat the whole thing. You don't have to take bites. Number one thing I is soggy food. It should I be one and two bites. So is that what really grinds your gears? Yeah, soggy food. Soggy food, food what grinds your gears. gears. Wow. Okay. I, I, I love cucumbers. I love any like fruit that is like mostly water. It's <laughs> great because like... When you're like thirsty and you don't have water, you can it just pop in some cucumber. You can pop in watermelon, cantaloupe. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. That's, Watermelon's the best one. Water's oh, in the name. It, it is. Half the name, actually. It is exactly half the, half the name. It is half the name. And then cucumber, it's not in the name, but it's like 75% of it is water. A lot of water. A lot of water. See, another thing, too, I guess a lot of water's in celery, but I, I, it never works for me. It's too I stringy. like celery. I, see, it does get stringy, but you got to have floss nearby for that reason. You could just use it as floss. You, you could. Well, not if it's already in your teeth. But um, you put peanut butter on there. You yes, can just oh, peanut butter and celery is a, yeah. that's right. a You big can use move. regular ranch. I'm not a huge ranch well, guy. Most food can be enhanced by peanut butter. Or so. ranched, honestly. A lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm you're not, not a big only, ranch guy, but yeah. A lot, I mean, you can put ranch. I had some cheese curds today at this uh, burger place in Yorkville. They serve it with ranch, and it was fantastic, really. Um, you guys ever put peanut butter on your grapes? No. No, but I can no. see that being it's good. It's so good. Okay. okay. I try that out. We will, yeah. We'll have to. We can have a food episode. We could. We could have a food like episode. Like a food tasting episode yeah. where we talk? Yeah, speaking of peanut butter, you were talking earlier how uh, you, about the, the differences in peanut butter. And that's a big thing for you, Allison. Yes, well, are we talking about natural versus unnatural peanut butter? I was Whatever. talking more about the consistency, but yeah, you can go there. Oh, crunchy you versus like creamy? The cr- yeah, just... Peanut butter is very complex. It is. Oh, yeah, it's very, I mean, yeah. Um, well, first of all, yes, creamy versus crunchy. I can do both personally, but some people feel very passionately on the topic. Yeah. I feel like it's more, if they do feel passionately, I feel like it's that they hate crunchy peanut butter and they are all for creamy. It's usually not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay. It's usually that they don't like having to chew their peanut butter at some spots. Right, it's the laziness, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I personally don't have a preference. I've actually been eating a lot more crunchy peanut butter. I just find it more enjoyable it doesn't get stuck as much to like the roof of your mouth because there's something else in there some peanuts yeah there's like it's basically like dipping another food in peanut butter because there's already peanuts in there but it's just my opinion yeah no I, I do like crunchy i like i said i can do both i don't really care i do like crunchy because it's, it's a little something fun it's like ooh, it peanut. Is fun. it's like a surprise it is. you don't know when it's coming exactly you're like, like peanut m&ms first regular m&ms i like both I like. Peanut I prefer more. peanut M Ms. Yeah. Have you had peanut butter M Ms? You should know this. It's, those, it's, those are Reese's pieces. That's stupid. That's a rip off. No, no, it's they're not. better. They're Reese's way pieces better. are an injustice to Reese's. I really don't. Like I don't Reese's like them, pieces. but I, I, yeah, I don't like them either. But I don't think that I don't know peanut butter filled M Ms. That's not, fantastic. That's honestly okay. like I could eat a pound bag of those. Wow. They're good. They're bigger, aren't they? They're, like the well, they're like pieces. the size of peanut M&M's. Yeah, like the Reese's Pieces are the size of M&M's. And the peanut butter doesn't even taste like peanut butter. It's like... Well, because the Reese's peanut butter cups doesn't taste like peanut butter either. It tastes like Reese's. No, it tastes like it peanut butter. No, like it's a little different. It's different. Okay. But can... it's good. Yeah. I don't it's like so Reese's It's so good, pieces. yeah. Right. But here, here's something interesting I just thought about. You're talking about how you don't want to put sugar in your peanut butter earlier, correct? How I don't want to? You, yeah. Well, you said... I, I don't know what you said either. I think you were... I don't know what you said. What did you say? About no, sugar. peanut butter without sugar does not taste good. 
Okay, without sugar. Got right, it. okay, because, that makes sense. Okay, context. Our mom buys this all natural, unsalted. She's going to no listen to this sugar. podcast, so don't make it sound like you're demonizing her. I'm not. <laughs> she just buys this very natural peanut butter from Trader Joe's. And I used to not like peanut butter when I was younger because that's what she used to buy. I used to think peanut butter was like terrible, and I don't know, didn't know why people liked it. And then one time at the lunch table, someone had peanut butter that they weren't eating, and I tried it, and I was like, this is amazing. So I told my mom about it. And she was hesitant at first, but then she started buying Jif peanut butter just so I could eat it. Huh. And she hasn't gone back. It's natural Jif, not the, not the um, I don't know, the unnatural kind. Normal. <laughs> the normal peanut butter. It's the natural one with the brown lid, but it's much better than the unsalted, unsugared Trader Joe's brand. So there is a very big difference. One of the few times that TJ's gets beat out by another brand. Yeah, usually TJ's is usually, it's the way to go. And it then is. those frozen pizzas that we had with no box. Yep, no box. Gino's East. <sighs> that, that's the way to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's... That what that I, I know we're not a news people, but that, that Trader Joe's was held up. It was earlier today or yesterday. Hostage scenario in a ter- Trader Joe's. So. They got him out of there, though. They did. And then, because like, one of the employees, like barricaded like one of the doors and he helped people escape out the back using a fire ladder it was pretty cool smart smart man I did not hear about this yeah I mean because I, I didn't have my phone for a whole week that could I, be part of I, it it was also I think it happened yesterday but <laughs> cheers to that I, you know something you said earlier I wanted to talk about like yeah. you said that being lazy when you're eating your food yeah that's why I don't like ribs because you don't I like don't, ribs I don't like oh, ribs oh man and I'm a big this is the oh man you almost broke Sorry, I get. I'm, I love my ribs. I, that's okay. I like the taste of ribs. I just don't like the mess it makes. See, I'm a messy person, so I actually enjoy that. I, I embrace the mess. Mostly, well, every food Michael eats turns into a mess. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. It doesn't matter whether it's ribs or like I don't know water. Like you just get everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what? But your chin. I okay. do, and I have a dr- drinking problem with the fact that I miss my mouth. But you know what? When when there's food all over my face, I'm just saving it for later. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I'm retained. That's why you don't have a problem with ribs. It doesn't phase you. It does not. It does not. Because I'm I, used to it. I just don't like having to have like a, a tree's worth of napkins next to me with that. Yeah. I, I, I do wonder um, how Ross would feel about that. I Is mean, Ross a big ribs guy? He likes ribs. I'm saying in, uh, we're killing trees to... Uh, <laughs> so. Well, no. I mean, the trees are already dead, theoretically. theoretically. So I'm just making good use of them so they don't get you know thrown out, not used, or used by a napkin abuser. Oh. Which are the people that use the napkins without any anything like needing to be? Oh, wiped. and they're just done. It's like, oh, let me dab the corners. Or of my when mouth. they cough into a napkin, I'm like, that's a waste that's of a napkin. Like a, you have an elbow for that. Or it's the people that like they they have like a little something. They'll take like three napkins and just wipe their yeah, whole face. That's a, those are called napkin, napkin abusers. abusers. We it's, need to crack down on them. Right. If you know any napkin abusers, please give us a call. We'll have you on the show. This is a, this is one of the society issues we at Best Foot Forward Productions are trying to earnestly tackle. We are. And, um, you know, I, one of the things that uh, I will do is I, I will take extra napkins, but I won't use them, and I'll, like, keep them in the car. I don't Smart. know if you do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big on that. I've got a lot um, got a lot of napkins in the car. You got to blow your nose. You got you, you, you spill you, something. Yeah, or you get, like, that phlegm. You got to spit out a gum or something. Yeah, you just always, you always yeah. have some napkins in the car. Well, right. Even if you don't think you'll need them, like, maybe you're on a road trip and you stop at uh, – this happened to me and Brian when we drove up to Milwaukee. We stopped and we got a big bag of uh, – it was Shex, uh Puppy Chow. 
Oh, that's oh, good, but that can get messy. But it's messy, so I'm driving a car. It's like you're trying to, like, yeah, like, you can't, like, eat it and be like, oh, I'm not eating puppy <laughs> right. chow, and there's, like, stuff all over you. All over your hands, all over your mouth. Exactly. So it's driving. like, you look like you just did a line of Coke. Yeah. So, no, no napkins. So, I have to, periodically, I have to wait until I'm on a straightaway, and it's a lot of one-lane highways coming pretty much anywhere that's not Chicago, I've noticed. But coming down from Milwaukee, just a pretty much straightaway, I got to open my window hold the steering wheel with my knee and just wipe my hands out the window and then hope that it just gets most of it. And then it ends up in the backseat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I close my window. Will, well, you, you, me, and Will saw the consequences of throwing things out the window. And then coming back. back in. Oh, the water bottle. That was amazing. It was. I don't even know what happened, to be honest. So defied the laws of physics. Yes, it, it did. It really did. But no, yeah, the ribs thing gets... The, but while we're while we're doing, you want to do grind things that grind my gears. I wrote this down at the top of the show. Uh, when people say they're from Chicago, when they're not from Chicago. Oh, when it's in the, it's in all their bios on social media. Yes. Yep. So Chicago. This. Oh my god. I'm Chicagoan for life. It's like. It's like no. Get your suburban living. Right. Rahm Emanuel. Go to Chicago four times a year and take a picture at the Bean. Right, right. 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 Rahm Emanuel is a Chicagoan. Uh, Chance the Rapper is a Chicagoan. If you live in Darien or Willowbrook or Hinsdale, especially Hinsdale, <laughs> you are not, not a Chicagoan. It's just, you're not. I'm sorry. Like, I, and maybe the, this might be just a me thing, but that's why it grinds my gears. Is because when I introduce myself to people, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm from outside of Chicago. And yeah. Everyone else I go say, southwest suburbs is what I say. Right. So some people be like, oh, I'm from Philadelphia. I'm like, are you though? Are you from Philadelphia or are you from a suburb 15 miles southwest of Philadelphia? Well, I understand when people say that if you're like on vacation or somewhere far where people are from all over and it's just easier like if you're just going around being like, well, I'm from... It's you're being be lazy. Like, no, but if... No, if it's just like a very brief thing. Like we've been on vacation before and you see someone else hiking and you just start talking to them. You just say like, well, yeah, we're from like Chicago or Chicago yeah. area. You don't be like, Chicago area. well, I'm from Darien, Illinois. Like they don't, no one knows where that is. I know. So, but Daniel was saying outside of Chicago. That's why I just think it's. I do not if, put that in bios or anything. That's I do not fine. tell people. Are from well, that's why. But, that's why it irks me. I think. Yeah. I'm not even a huge know. fan of the city, so I. You not. don't like the city, and I was thinking this morning. Actually, when when I was at the Cubs game yesterday, um, I was looking like in the city, and I I really take for granted being in the city because I'm a big city person. That's how I chose DC as a place for me to go, um, but just like seeing the buildings, being at Wrigley Field. Um, driving past, uh, you know, all the big, all the big buildings, and that that I've known my entire life. I'm not gonna say I'm from Chicago, but I think I've been in Chicago more than most people. My dad used to live, um, I guess, on the on the southwest side. It was not like the, it wasn't the hood by any means, but we, it was in Chicago. My dad lived there uh-huh. almost all his life until I was in fifth grade, um, and I was there on the weekends with him uh, when I wasn't in school and at my mom. So. I spent my fair share in Chicago. We had a membership to the Lincoln Park Zoo, which I'm sure you could... Mm. I liked the Lincoln Park Zoo. We went to the Shedd Aquarium a lot. Um, we went to Navy Pier on Saturdays for the fireworks. That was a lot of fun. The sky booms. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, these are things that I'm going to take for granted because I, I really do like the city of Chicago, and Allison does not... I don't think cares at all that she's yeah, leaving. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the city. I don't find myself there very often. Maybe for a Cubs game a couple times a year. Maybe go to the beach. You're going to be there uh, a week from today, actually. So, 
Yeah. Four. We're going down to uh, we're downtown. The little Freddies have that condo. Oh yes, we are. We're going oh, downtown. Oh, right. spend a day but in the see, city. I'm oh, not that's ex- right. I'm not excited to go because it's the city. I'm excited to go to spend time with the people. And there's beaches. Like there are fun things to do there. I will say that. I just I'm not a fan of how busy it is 24 seven. And there's no downtime. Everyone's always got an agenda. They got somewhere to be, something to do. It's too loud for me. There's I don't know. There's I'm not a huge fan of. Like that busy on the go lifestyle. Like I could never live in the city. It is never quiet. There's I, never any downtime. Even if you are relaxing, there's always something going on around you. I don't know. It's just it's not my thing. So See, there's a, a draw for me from from that. It's because gonna, when you're, I was gonna devil's advocate that, but if you really feel that way, yeah. So yeah, let, I mean, let's say you're living on the tenth floor of a building in Chicago. Ten um, floors. Ten floor. You're up there. But, so you can think, while you're sitting there relaxing, it's like, what? I don't know, maybe you have a day off, maybe it's a little bit later at night, maybe you got off of work, whatever. You're, you know, by yourself, watching TV, reading a book, playing a game, whatever you're doing. Yeah. But it's just you. It's you or whoever's with you, your wife, whoever. You're doing your own thing while everyone else is busy. So it's kind of like when I think of a mental health day, taking a day off at school. Everyone else is at school. But you're doing your own thing. You have your own time that's not influenced by anyone else. That's kind of how I look at it. Okay. It kind of from an individual standpoint. I get what you're saying, and I think we're not saying the same thing at all, so I'm not really countering your point. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. That's sure. just what I think. But you're going to play devil's advocate, which you like to do, so go but, ahead. No, that's all right. I'll leave it. I think you countered that. Well. I was going to say a lot of people like that. They like the hustle and bustle. They like that there's something always going on. Yeah. Um, anyway, on my turn of uh, what grinds my gears... Um, People that don't tie their shoes. People do that? Yep. I'm surprised you say that because you were that person for a no, very long time. No, no, I'm yes, not you Allison. No, I'm talking <laughs> like people that they purposely leave them untied. Like, oh, okay. Oh, like where they loosen the laces? Yes. Oh, okay. That and you just, just always, your shoes just were always untied. <laughs> you never tied them. That's accidental though. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. All right, well, that was it. Okay. <laughs> way longer than it should have, but okay. Okay. Anything else? I didn't. I really didn't understand what you were saying. <laughs> okay. Well. I understand what you mean now. <laughs> yeah. So that's what grinds my gears. Um, no, I just, <laughs> Are you okay? Are you I'm okay. okay. <laughs> I'm still hurt. Um. So, but yeah, no. What grinds? It's like I don't like that. And people that do that. And there's this one kid on the. I helped coach a a 12U baseball team, and this one kid is actually one of our friends' younger brothers. Um, he does not tie his shoes. He doesn't like to, and I tell him that it makes him slow, but he doesn't care. And he doesn't tie, he will not tie his shoes. And like he even hit, he hit a shot to the fence. He hit a double, and well, he was almost thrown out because he thought it was a home run, so he's taking his time getting to first base. But he didn't tie his shoes, and he like, he, he lost his shoe going to second base. And I'm just, I just don't, or like people that like, they have it like, I think it's like a basketball, a shoes a lot, they don't, they don't tie them. I mean, I guess right. people are like, oh, slip them on. And I mean, I'll, I do that with my gym shoes. I'll tie them, but I'll, sometimes I'll have them loose enough that if I, I, if I need to, I can slip them on and go. Mm-hmm. But like when you just like loosen them, I don't know. It really grinds my gears. I don't like the look of it and I don't get it because I'm a very practical person and I don't see anything practical about not tying your shoes. See, these are the things I like about this segment. Is that it's really like nitpicky things. Exactly. Like, I don't know why I don't like when people say they're from Chicago when they're not. Shoelaces. It's just such specific things that I think is funny. So. Yeah. 
That's uh, today's uh, segment of what grinds your gears. Yeah, you well, don't worry. It'll be a lot of complaining in the future. It's what I do best. So I do like that actually. I do like to to vent a little bit. That was nice. I did get. T- I just didn't see that. I got blindsided <laughs> right there. I don't even remember what she said. I was just laughing about it. I don't know. I'll go back and mean left hook. It. That's all I can say. <laughs> Speaking of a mean Blank left hook, done. right before we started this podcast, Allison decides to go and start bashing. One of my favorite uh, Disney Pixar movies. Oh Wanna, my gosh, this is. Do you want to speak this on is, this? This is pretty much like saying. Never mind. I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. Go ahead, Allison. All right. Well, this is this is just a deep-rooted hatred that I've had since I was a kid. Honestly, I don't even understand. I don't remember why it started or what triggered this. But um. This isn't even a grind your gears. This is a flat-out like. We were hatred. Okay. Okay. We were talking about movies. And I asked them, like, what's a popular movie that, you know, most people, general public likes, but that just really bothers you, just really gets on your nerves. And my answer was Finding Nemo. I never liked that movie. It always made me angry. Um, I just pulled up an old email about... It was such an inspirational story. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't get it. I really don't. That's such a good film. Nemo gets separated from his dad, and he has to go through all these troubles, and he finds a friend... He's struggling with a health, mental health problem, and that what you know what that was a mental health thing too. It was, so, and that was something that was two thousand three. Um, that's like, I mean that that's that's before the time that people cared about mental health really. Yeah, so it brought light to that. Um, they helped had to help him find his way back to his dad, Marlon, you know, and then just all the great people you met along the way. It just and it was a it was a happy and rewarding movie. I think there were just a lot of things about the movie that were like sort of traumatizing that like scared me more than like made me look what, forward Bruce to it. What Bruce losing? Well, no. Losing first, your parents. That one. First, when he lost his parents, that first scene, I was like terrified. Like I did not want to watch the rest of the movie. Which one was it? That's when Bruce comes in, right? The shark. N- no. No. Oh. oh. At, no. At the beginning of yep. the movie, where he's like separated from his dad. When that thing comes and gets him, right? When Separation they're in the anxiety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that when was scary. The, that was scary. Pixar movies are like that, though. Yeah, yeah. So, very, so very that, I did not. Do. I did not like that part. I okay. was like already freaked out. And then, yeah, the whole shark thing. I when I was younger, sharks were like shark like, bait <sighs> near the top of my like top fears list. You know, okay. so that that creepy smile. Like I will never get that out of my like out of that my head. And I have not seen that movie since like probably 2010. And I can still like picture that face. Like it. Yeah. As, as you should. Um. And then that the creepy girl with the the braces. The braces. The, like, oh, yeah, that was face. spooky. That, was that spooky, girl yeah. freaked me out. Was like, not a fan. Here. What was her name? Uh, Delilah. Probably something like Beatrice. Was it I Delilah? I don't know. Hey, I know you guys. But I I just I hated movies like that when I was younger, where there would be multiple attempts where you would think that they were going to like escape or get out, which like is obviously most movies because obviously they have to make draw out the plot and make it last that long. Obviously, you can't find his dad within the first five minutes. But just, I don't know, the attempts that they made and the things that happened to him, I was just, it, it traumatized me. And I have not seen it since. I have not seen Finding Dory, and I do not plan on watching it. Wow, I really liked Finding Dory. I, I thought Finding Dory no. was good, too. I did. I really liked it. I, like it, I thought it was good. What was be- the seal's name? He was one of my favorites. The seal? On the, the dumb one? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he had, oh, yeah or, was it, it Earl? It might have been Earl. Was it Earl? I don't know, but that was, that was funny. And then Becky was, the, uh, Becky was the bird. That, I also sort of had an irrational fear of the ocean when I was younger. 
I want to say not it's irrational. Life, That's not like, irrational. Gerald, no, it was scary. Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> Gerald. Yeah, I remember. Gerald. Not, <laughs> not the ocean in real life. Like, we would go on vacation to the ocean stuff, but, like, in movies, you know when they, like, put it at that camera angle where it looks like you're in the water with whatever's going on? Like, that would freak me out. So, that kind of relates. So, you know It's how, like a fear. It's, it has a name. Like, looking at pictures of, like, Oh, we want to talk water. about fears. I got the crazy fear. Like, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't so, do it when I was younger. I, I, it reminds me of, you know how when you're watching a movie and there'll be something indicative of, like, that you're underwater or there's a smell, and I will either, I'll stop breathing for, for like, a second. Oh. Like, no, 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 this is just, like, my reaction to a movie. Where you're, like... So the 4D experience. It kind, well, it kind of is, but I'm, I'm at home. So if there's, like, something that smells bad, like, if there's an odor in the movie, I stop breathing through my nose and I breathe through my mouth. Just because wow. that's my... It's weird. That's wow. just what I do. I really get into movies. Sometimes. Well, I guess I can understand a little bit. Like if someone's if someone's going into a fight scene, I fight with them. You can attest to this. Yes. My fists go up and I start punching. Yeah. Okay. You can't call me weird. That's fine. So I can I can attest to. Yeah. I can see how that happens. I I've had some, but kind of going on. I've had some weird fears in the past too. I didn't. I, I mentioned before I don't like flying. I used to be really freaked out about the like severe weather, like tornadoes and stuff that. That got me going. What, what was you? What were you gonna say? Oh, my my trypophobia. Oh, with the holes. The holes. Okay, it's... so I'm gonna. This is a major disclaimer because you will be mad if you, if if you're disturbed by what I'm about to say, um, and you and you Google search it, but it's called trypophobia. Okay. T r y p o and then phobia at the yep. end. Yep. Um, very scary stuff. Yep. I get bothered by this in real life. It's a fear of like small holes. In things. In things. And the thing I think I read into the science on it is it's the fear of also n- not knowing what's in those holes. Oh, really? Because it, what it really does is it, it gives me anxiety. Like, this is real. We were doing... It does. It just... It, yeah. We were doing, um, we were doing an activity in anatomy class, and we were talking about um, the bones, and there's there's a like a section when the bone's growing where it becomes... Uh, I think it's like fenestrated is the term. I don't know. And it's like all these holes, and I like I literally like freaked out and like had to like back away from the table, huh. and like I couldn't look at it, and like and then we were like talking to, you know, of like my anatomy teacher about it. We had like a whole discussion, huh. and um and my lab partner, uh, uh Ryan Bergstrom. So like he'd talk about it. He'd always mess with me sometimes like I'd like oh my phone he'd send me a picture of something and it would like set me off that's rude that's rude but it like really it's it's a legit thing and it gives me anxiety like I can't look at it like for something like for another thing for me is the bottom of pancakes if it's got those holes in it it <laughs> freaks me out I can't oh, do it man. see I don't understand that fear I, I, it's, it's definitely relatable because I've seen it on the internet before <clears throat> Yeah. Elizabeth wasn't bothered, bothered by it at all. She was just like, oh, look at this. I was like, yeah, thanks a lot, Elizabeth. Like, I'll like, I'll start my heart rate will increase. Like, it's oh legit. yeah, it's in, it's instant That's anxiety. That's with like the ocean in movies, but oh. not the ocean oh. in real life. But like in movies, if they if there's an, a movie about the ocean, like even if it's like Free Willy, like the whale movie, I the, the ocean scenes freak me out. Or any type of scene where you're just in the middle of the ocean, and there's like there's no land around or like. There's a storm starts coming, like anything like that. Or if you're like, especially if you're like ocean level and then it goes down below, you know, like where the camera like starts yeah. above and then yeah. goes underneath. Well, I think that's a big thing, Kenta. It's the unknown. Fear of the unknown. Yeah. And that's kind of why I always used to be afraid of the dark too. No, I think that's why all everyone's 
scared of the I dark. I think most people are scared of the dark to some extent. I like, oh, I've, definitely. I, like, I don't think there's My way that I have right. conquered my fear of the dark, because usually, like, if I go, like, in a, up in the middle of the night to get water. Close my eyes. No, I, I just do it, and oh, I'm like, because no. I, 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 I would be afraid eyes. of the dark if there was, like, a, a murderer in there. Yeah. But I would tell myself, I'm like, you know what? If he's here, I'm dead anyway. That's literally how I would get over my fear. I'm like, it doesn't, it's not, I'm a practical person. It's not practical for me to get afraid because he's going to kill me anyway. Fair. Yeah. See, what I, so this is kind of related. When I get up and I have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I don't know why, but I close my eyes and I can kind of feel where I'm going. I don't oh, know why. Like, okay. I'll turn on my lights to it, like I, and I'll look, but I, I don't know why. It's just, I'm a creature of habit, and that's what I did. I, I will say, though, I still always, I will check behind the shower curtain or the shower door. I do that, too. That just seems, that's practical. But here's my other thing. It's practical, but then what do you, what if you open that and there is someone there? Shit, throw a shampoo bottle at his crotch and then he's done. I'm just saying. Like, it's better I, than being blindsided. No. Not yes. Me. I yes. think it is because if you're blindsided, then you well, have you a can painless. There's all sorts of... No, it's not going to be if he's in your bathroom and he's got an axe. That's, I'm saying... If you, <laughs> Why does he have an axe? What else would he have? A knife? A gun? I'm just... <laughs> I thought axe. I thought axe. I'm thinking of like... There's an axe killer movie, right? Yeah, it's The Shining. Okay, well then there you go. There's Johnny. In your shower curtain. Yeah, there you go. So, Can but we no, talk about scary Well, movies? I mean, the actual murder in the in the shower is obvious. Is from a the Scream was the biggest thing. Or it's from Psycho. Oh, it's, it's from Psycho. Psycho, yeah. yeah sorry. Okay. The Scream is the guy who looks like him. Yeah. Kills him with a knife. So. That's, uh, that's murderer is the... behind the shower curtain's weapon of choice. Knife. But can we talk about scary movies? Because I don't understand okay. why they exist. Okay, so this is... Can I, I can start, and then you guys can go off of it, even though I've been talking a lot. Um, As usual. Okay. Okay, and now I'm getting attacked. Thanks. <laughs> Just gotta share the love, man. <laughs> share the love. I, for the longest time, I would not watch a scary movie, just like I will not now go on a roller coaster. I have never been on one. I will never go on one. That's fake news. You're gonna go on before you die. Mm, yep. No. Um, so, anyway. I... Uh, I do not like scary movies, but the first one that I watched in a very long time was... Was it when we watched um, Conjuring 2? Uh, couldn't tell you. I think it was. We watched The Conjuring 2 at my house. Um, oh, your dad got us good. Yeah, my dad, he went... So we've got... In, in our living room, behind one of the couches is, is a big... It's really just a glass door, but we don't open it, so it's a window. So my dad goes out behind... And he knocks on the window really hard. And he didn't know it was a really tense moment, but it's almost as, as if he did because it's, it really scared us. It was, yep. it was awesome. Uh, really, uh, that, Talk about 4D movies. There you go. Yeah, right. But that was the first scary movie I watched in a long time. And there was a nun in there. And that I didn't, sleep, I didn't sleep for four days. However, when I watched It, I was not scared at all. I slept fine. Um, what movie did we watch after that at Andrew's house? We watched another Conjuring. We watched Insidious. Oh, we did watch Insidious. That's the one I wanted. To that one did not affect me at all. So I think the nun just freaked me out. Yeah, that did freak me out a little bit. Dude, but that, I have a question. Yeah. Why does your appeal to watching scary movies? Like, why do you decide you're gonna watch a scary movie over like I actually like, anything else? I actually like getting scared. I'll be honest. I, you know, it's kind of yeah. It's, it's a thrill. It is a thrill. It's, it's an like, adrenaline rush. Is what it is. It really is. I, I think part of it. it what I meant to get to is that, like, I, I can only watch them with friends. Yep. Yep. Can't confirm. Can't do that alone. No. I refuse to watch scary movies. You watched something with us, though. 
I wanted to see A Quiet Place. You wanted to see A Quiet Place, which is more And the entire time, I did not enjoy myself. Really? I I do not understand why people pay money to get scared. It's an adrenaline rush. And it's an experience with your friends at the movie theater. Yep. I'm not a fan. Because I like being scared with my friends. I really do. I do not like getting scared. It just gives you more things to have nightmares about, more things to worry about, like in the dark. Like gives you more, it lets your imagination go. And then it's opening your mind. Well, that's that's how they get you. The good scary movies are supernatural, so you know it's. I, well, I guess with a clown, it's like okay, it's a clown. Like if a clown comes okay. into my house, he's getting. Yeah, he's, I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna die by clown. He's catching just, a nine mil on the face, right? Right, but with like the like the haunted house or the nun or that creepy was that that the crooked man, the crooked man. That stuff is like supernatural, spooky stuff, and that's not that it's realistic, but. Like, it's something I don't know how I would deal with. Exactly, because you don't know. Like maybe a gun or a bat or a knife won't stop it. No, I don't know. It's like the Incredible Hulk. It's wow. Oh, in a different degree. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I refuse to watch scary movies. I do not enjoy them. I will not sleep for weeks if I do ever watch one. But here's saying, but you enjoy Criminal Minds. That stuff's kind of spooky. That I've, I do. I've lost sleep over Criminal Minds. But I have. Criminal Minds doesn't show the super scary parts. Like. They do not show people getting killed or people like. It's more huh? about it's more about the problem solving and like the FBI yeah, doing their still, analysis. There's still some. There's still some crazy. There's still some creepy stuff. But in the there. part I enjoy is not the that part at all. The getting scared and the adrenaline the rush one, or whatever. That one, is not the part. That's the, not why I watch Criminal Minds. Well, the all. one that I'll always remember because like I feel like it could happen to me is it was this girl. She was. She had her headphones on and she was like jamming to some music in her kitchen and she couldn't hear the intruder come in her house and then he like kidnapped her. And oh. I'm like, that's going to happen. If, that, if, that, if I get kidnapped, it's going to be because of that because I'm always jamming out to music. Yeah. So. Right. I just also, Criminal Minds, they think of some unbelievably crazy like plot schemes and stuff, which I'm sure are it's a possible TV show. and can happen. But like, it makes it seem a lot more unrealistic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make it seem like it could happen to you. I don't know. But I, I have gotten scared by some Criminal Minds episodes, and I've gone up to bed being like, why did I just watch that? But there, I mean, I do that all the time with stuff. There's, I'm like, really? Did I have to watch that before bed? That's what The Conjuring did to me. That one, like, you guys left my house. I don't know. If we weren't at my house, I would not drive home. I'm just saying. I would have been like, yep, I'm, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to sleep in the basement. Just don't mind me. I'm just going to leave all the lights on <laughs> and play some, some music in the background. There you go. I did sleep, oh gosh, at my mom's like several months ago, I did sleep with my lamp on because her house is creepy at night. It's a hundred year old house. Someone probably died in there. Yep. Or we died in the rocking chair. I have a rocking chair? Well, no, but that's in that one Conjuring movie. Oh, okay. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, we do. And in the basement. But no, I mean like that her house is spooky at night. And then last night I was fine. I was like, it's just I don't know. Depends on how I feel. We have this lamp post in our front yard. Oh my god! What about and the lamp post? Your <laughs> irrational fear of witches. I have an irrational fear of that lamp post. Every time if I get up in it's the middle a lamp of the night post. and that lamp post, I cannot look at it. I have to walk past the windows without looking out the front windows at the lamp post. Like if really? I see it before I go to bed or something, I I don't know. When I was younger, I used to think like these witches would come out of it and stuff, which I know that that's not true anymore. But like. I don't know. It freaks That's what they me want out. you to think. Like I used to beg my mom when I was younger to get rid of the lamppost in our front yard because it 
it was so like I could not look at it. Really? Huh? Yeah, that was stupid. I'm trying. But to if I'm outside and look at it, it's fine. But if I'm in the house and I can see it, because it's very bright. So if I'm in the house <laughs> and I see it through like the window, mm, I mm, yeah, I don't know. Huh? That's funny. Yeah, I I'm trying to think of something that I have like a really weird irrational fear. fear. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's I mean it's definitely irrational, but I I empathize with that because I know there there's something at least at my house or something. Did you you said you had a quote you want to leave us with or I you know I kind of did I, I no I don't know where it went though that's alright because I looked it up I well if you don't have one I've I've always I've always got stuff on the top of my head yeah I'll let I'll let you do this one um this is we're, I'm just gonna throw this out there for uh, any of you view that something might have happened and you might be going through a tough time just remember uh, it's our great president uh, FDR once said once you, when you reach the end of your rope. Tie a knot and hold on. I've, well, I've said that to myself many times, and it's true. Yeah, so. absolutely. Well, sometimes you—I mean—you got to have that one quote that you're you can really count on to make you feel better. Yeah. I don't know what mine is. I don't know what mine is off the top of my head. I just really like that. That's one, one of them. That's one of them. Uh, yeah, I've got a few quotes that always keep me going, but I'll save those for later episodes. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, that was kind of a longer episode because we we got. Uh, a little carried away. <laughs> little carried away with the scary stuff, and I'm going to be a little spooked walking to my car, but that's okay. Um, but thank you guys again for joining us for episode seven of Best Foot Forward with our three hosts on the show yeah. today. Maybe we'll have four for episode eight. Maybe we won't. We'll find out. We we will see. We'll see what happens, as our president yeah. would like to say. Yeah. All right. Well, until next time, this is Best Foot Forward. <laughs>